the League of Women Voters of Dane County, and Madison City Channel present Know Your Candidates. Madison Common Council, District 18. Here's your moderator, Diane Martin-Liebert. Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates interviews, co-sponsored by the Dane County League of Women Voters. I'm your moderator, Diane Martin-Liebert, and I'm here this morning with uh, the candidates for District 18, Steve Coleman, Penn Hur, and Anita Weir. Welcome and thank you for being on our show today. You each have uh, three minutes to answer the first question, and then it'll be two minutes for every question after that. And we're going to start with you, Stephen. Okay. What is your professional, educational, and civic background that qualifies you for the city council, and why are you running? I, I'm, well, first of all, I've been in the neighborhood 43 years. I've worked at UW Hospital for nine years. I've been a member of the union for seven years. I was on the blue-collar seat of the board for four. Um, before that, I was a Cub Scout. I grew up in the neighborhood. I, like I said, I've seen a lot of issues come through the northeast side, and I think there's some things that need to be corrected. Okay, thank you. Thank Diana, first I want to thank you and the League of Women Voters as well as the City Channel for giving this opportunity for us candidates to um, opportunity to answer the questions and, and talk about the issues as well as talk to the uh, residents on the north side. Um, and I also want to thank my opponents for running too because it's, it's uh, you know, stepping up and wanting to run. I think that's uh, a civic duty that I think all of us should really consider and I, again, I want to thank them for running also. Um, currently I'm the Executive Director for the Eastside um, Neighborhood Planning Council. And in that role I work a lot with, directly with neighborhoods and uh, residents. Uh, making sure the needs of the community are being met. And I, I, I do a good job, an efficient job of working with the mayor, the alders, and city council, as well as city staff to make sure the community needs are being met. I've also, uh, civic duty-wise, I am also um, on the City of Economic Development Commission, where I worked in the past to uh, create the three to five year strategic plan, as well as the Tiffery Wright policy, and currently working, looking at the Madison's approval process, making sure that the needs of the community are being met, as well as um, making sure that we're a pro-business uh, community. Uh, I also sit on the Water Utilities uh, Citizen Advisory Panel, looking at the uh, water demands, as well as quality of water here in Madison on the east side. Um, I also sit on, sat on the uh, Dane County Human Services Board, so I'm the only candidate with both city and county experience uh, at a, either a board or a committee. Um, per, uh, in my community work, I've also uh, am a former president of the Cherokee Neighborhood, uh, Neighborhood Association where I live. I'm also on the, uh, a former member of the Northside Planning Council as well as the Community Groundworks at Troy Garden. So I think a lot of these uh, have really given me the experience and leadership needed to represent the Northside. Thank you. Anita? My family and I have lived in the 18th District for 17 years, and I have a record of active involvement in environmental, economic, and neighborhood issues. Northside residents have a history of identifying our needs and finding creative and lasting solutions, and I would lead that effort. As a member of the Northside Planning Council, I help switch their focus to economic development and jobs. I'm a board member of the Friends of Cherokee Marsh, and have been a dedicated volunteer reporter for the Northside News and a frequent volunteer at the Lakeview Library. Professionally, I was an award-winning newspaper reporter and editor for 30 years. I have a bachelor's degree in journalism and a master's in library and information studies from the UW 
Madison. I'm also a member of the Wisconsin Freedom of Information Council, which helps to make government information available to the public. Thank you. Okay, our next uh, question, we start with Peng. What is the most urgent issue for the city as a whole, and how would you address it? Well, you know, as I talk to residents and I do I knock on doors, I think there's many challenges that we face in this city. One of them is uh, safe drinking water. Uh, as a member of the East Side uh, Cap, uh, you know, recently we've also have had high levels of chromium-6 in our water. So I want to make sure that we have safe drinking water, and that's not for ourselves, but for our children also. So I'm going to use my uh, scientific background, I have a degree in physics, as well as my leadership to make sure that the city does a good job of creating a system uh, that provides safe drinking water, not just for us, for our kids also. Uh, I've all, when I talk to residents, the other thing is jobs, you know, job security, as well as um, making sure we have safe neighborhoods. And those are all things that are really important. And living on the north side, um, the environment, I'm a block away from Cherokee Marsh. So make sure we protect our environment that is the crown jewel of what uh, makes us want to live here in Madison, surrounded by all the lakes. So you know, there's a number of issues. And I want to bring that leadership and you know, the energy of the community also to the council. Yeah, thank you. Anita? Well, the number one issue right now is the economy. And uh, it's evident on the north side in unsold homes and empty storefronts and that's why the north side planning council switched our focus to try to help with that uh, and one way is cooperating with an or another organization to have a revolving loan fund to help businesses start up or grow small businesses and also we're trying to start a, a kitchen incubator i'm still a representative to the planning council but i did uh, leave the board because I thought there'd be a conflict of interest since I was running for the city office and they receive city money. I, I think besides the economy, the other, um, well, the one I hear most when I go from door to door is streets and sidewalks. <laughs> People are really concerned about that in their neighborhood. Um, they also uh, care about uh, streets from the standpoint of being able to get across them safely and to uh, solve traffic problems and uh, get problem streets repaved, which hopefully will be happening this year with uh, uh, Highway 113. Okay, thank you, Stephen. Right, well, I, my focus is on streets and safer streets. Uh, like if we're crossing on Troy Drive, it's virtually impossible for kids. I mean, you're looking at my aspect, cars come past my house 40, 45 miles an hour. And then in the long-term view, not only on Troy Drive, but try crossing Northport, that's even another scary thought. You know, they have flags up, but those aren't gonna work. Either put stop signs in where they need to be and make it a safer neighborhood, or, you know, just take that out of the through equation they have it. They have it like that thoroughway. Well, let's make it not a thoroughway then. Let's just change the whole di dynamics of that road, you know, at Northport. Uh, another issue is the pool. I like the pool to go in. Actually, I like two. One at the school, one of the schools, so that'll help fund the school projects that they need to be built. I'd be willing to pay for it, part of it. Um, and the other one down at Warner Park for the neighborhood kids. They've been wanting it for a while now. Uh, I think it'd be a good asset for them to keep them out of trouble in the summer and give them things to do. Okay, thank you. Anita, we start with you on this question. What do you think are the two or three most important issues facing your district that should be addressed by the city government and that you intend to work on as an alder? Okay, well, there are 
several. And one, of course, is uh, Cherokee Marsh and protecting it from pollution and new development. And there's a very difficult issue that um, plays into that, which is independent living's plan to build as senior housing um, in our area on Wheeler Road. And it's a great proposal in that we really need senior housing. There are a lot of elderly people on the north side uh, who eventually uh, may need some help with living. Um, however, um, the Friends of Cherokee Marsh are hoping that it could be possibly built across the road where it wouldn't cause any drainage problems to the marsh or if it is built in a proposed location that it would be, uh, there would be a wide enough buffer to protect the marsh and that the storm water would be directed in the right direction. Um, a lot of people uh, are worried about crime, which may be more a matter of uh, perception than reality, though we have had some violent crimes in recent months. And that is, I think, being helped by community policing. I hope to see more of that and also concentrating on uh, spots where there have been problems and trying to work with uh, people there to improve the safety of the neighborhoods. Just one more thing is property taxes, of course. And the, that's a difficult issue too. Mm -hmm. but, but I hope that um, by making wise decisions on the council and making the government as efficient as it can be that we can limit these um, increases okay, or thank stop them. Thank you, okay. <laughs> Stephen? Yeah. Uh, what do you think are the two or three most important issues facing your district that should be addressed by the city government and what do you tend to do as, do them as a uh, Well, like, there's a job factor there, like said, she said before, that there's a lot of open window space down at Warner, our shopping center down there. Um, I like the fact job services there, but let's get these people in the real jobs that, are paying good paying jobs that they stay for a long time. Uh, the second area is the pool. I still I like the pools. It helped the school. It helped Warner Park area. And then safety is another big factor. You know, uh, those are the main goals that I'm going for. Okay. Um, Thank you, Peng. Yeah, what neighbors have been telling me is about is um, they're concerned about safe neighborhoods. And safe neighborhoods isn't just simply hiring more police officers. Uh, we have to look at a holistic approach of of uh, getting the police officers as well as neighborhoods together and it's called community policing as well as uh, community services uh, and combining those resources together so that we can uh, address the uh, safety in our neighborhoods. Um, secondly, I mean in, in the north side alone in the recent months we've had a lot of business closing from uh, Brandon Market to uh, Hancock Fabric to Clark Gas Station and these are empty storefronts. Uh, as a former business owner I know the challenges of owning a business uh, sitting on the city's economic development commission, I also have been active on attracting new businesses to Madison. I want to bring that leadership to the north side to bring those businesses there. It's important not just to bring them there, but to also support them. You know, a lot of our money from the north side leaks out to East Town Mall and downtown stores, and uh, nothing against East Town Mall or downtown. But I think we could support our business on the north side also. Um, those are just a few of the things, and also. Uh, you, 
just making sure that we preserve our quality of life. And that means making sure city government uses our tax dollars wisely and to reduce our, our borrowing because we've, in recent years, we've borrowed more money than uh, we've done in the past. And we we'll make sure we could keep those borrowing down to a minimum so that our taxes are not being raised every year. Uh, as I talk to my neighbors who are seniors and they see their property tax going up, but yet on a limited income, that's a challenge for them. And I wanna make sure we as a city use our tax dollars very wisely. Okay, thank you. Okay, Stephen, we start with you on this question. Balancing neighborhood, district, business, and overall city resident interests are often contentious. What do you see as your uh, job as alderman, alderman in balancing these needs? Uh, staying in touch with the people, attend meetings. Um, I have open forums often. I mean, I'm, we can do as much as you want to do to create this uh, community where everybody's communicating. We all have to act together as one union, one, one community to get the issues that are at hand. And list them in priorities and not, not set up another committee to investigate the committee that we got now. That's a great question. I think that's something that distinguishes me from my opponents. I've had a, a long history of, of working in the community as an organizer. Um, I've, in that history, one of the things I do very well is help facilitate discussions. And as an alder, I think it's very important to first listen to what your constituents say, uh, being very responsive to return their phone calls, emails, listening to them when you, um, you know, meet them on the sidewalks or at the store uh, on the north side, but listening to them and also helping facilitate a discussion between whether it's the neighborhoods or developers or between neighborhoods. And I think my role as a, a facilitator in my current position, as well as past experience uh, helping facilitate discussions, I think it's really key to an older having that facilitation skills so that you could bring um, the different opposing sides together in a room um, to make sure that all the voices are heard, not just the one who uh, screams the loudest or the one who has the deepest pockets, but every citizen, whether, whether you're unemployed or employed, making sure that every need is being met. Okay, thank you. Anita? Well, the diversity of the North Side is one of our greatest strengths. And if elected, I would form a committee of people that would represent various areas, ethnic groups, and businesses to advise me on city policies uh, and plans that might accept, affect our area. I will also attend neighborhood association meetings, civic group meetings, and business groups and I will disseminate information in a variety of formats, electronic and to the Northside News, and return email and phone messages promptly. I would work very, very hard to represent the people of the Northside and what they want to be done. Okay, thank you. Okay, Ping, you get this first one. How do, you view the <coughs> how do you view the latest controversy with the Madison water utility and the council's role in assuring that Madison has safe water supply? Um, as I mentioned before, I've, I've been active in the water issue, we'll say, uh, for, a, uh, for a while now. Uh, being a member of the uh, Eastside uh, Citizens Advisory Panel, I'm well knowledge about the uh, contaminants as well as uh, the issues that, uh, challenges that the water utilities face. Um, you know, I, as I mentioned before, recently chromium 6 w has been found in, in the water here in Madison. But we've also had high levels of manganese and iron here in Madison, which causes our, you know, shower curtains to turn orange or to stain our uh, laundry after we've washed them. Um, as well as um, contaminants that cause drinking wells to be closed. And these are serious um, challenges that we face here in Madison. Uh, my role has been to advocate, make sure that these issues and these um, 
information is brought out to the community, making sure that there is a, a good um, way of communication between uh, citizens, residents, neighbors, and the water utility, as well as the common council, and make sure that there's transparency in there. Uh, oftentimes, uh, residents have complained that, oh, you know, they're hiding something. And, and I think that having uh, open dialogue and a discussion and making sure that all the information is out there and really invest in the infrastructure that will deliver safe drinking water to Madison. Those are some of the challenges we face and those are things I want to continue working on. Thank you. Anita? Well, I'm also familiar with the water issues as an environmental reporter for the Capital Times. I covered that quite a bit. Uh, the testing of the water is certainly important and that must be done frequently and reliably. And the issue of communication between uh, council members and other city officials and the water board and the uh, officials there is very important. It, it's an issue that requires constant uh, attention and also the infrastructure is getting old and we're going to have to take care of that eventually. Okay, thank you. Stephen. Um, I, I, water issues, I very know, know very little about right now. I'm, what I read is in the paper because I work full time. But I'd be willing, as soon as I get there, to appoint somebody or even myself take on that challenge to meet with the water utility board and go forward with this stuff to find out what is the best solution, you know. Okay. Thank you. <clears throat> Anita, go ahead. you start with this one. Is there any other issue you believe is important that hasn't been addressed? Well, most of them have been addressed, I believe that we've addressed all the major issues. Um, some people are concerned about uh, proposed or planned detention ponds in part of Cherokee Marsh, and I think those are probably essential to protect the marsh from uh, stormwater and erosion. But uh, people are concerned about loss of trees and uh, care is being taken to preserve the well, the noble oak trees, I know. Okay, Stephen? Um, I, like I said, I'll, I'm willing to work with anybody around to help with issues. My issue is in Cherokee Marsh. Uh, the runoff water that, I'm sorry to tell you, it ran off how many years ago and it's still gonna run off. Uh, I'd like to see Cherokee stay safe and pure, but there's other issues around Madison that needs, on the northeast side need attention. Uh, again, I, that's just one of the many things that has to be taken care of. Okay, thanks. Sure. Um, one of the strengths on the north side is its diversity and the residents that live there. And it's a great place to raise your family, raise your kids. The schools are there are great. And we want to tap into those. I think uh, oftentimes um, communities of color or um, some of their voices aren't being heard. So I want to make sure that everybody has a voice when I'm uh, a member of the city council. Secondly, I think that economic development is key to the city of Madison as well as the north side. I want to make sure I bring my leadership and experience to the to the council to make sure we attract uh, economic development to the city as well as on the north side. And economic development isn't a scattergun approach where we're grasping at straws, trying this, trying that. But it's a holistic approach of looking at make, looking at what resources we have here, looking at our population, looking at making sure that the resources for these for our residents to obtain the proper training so that when there are jobs available, they can get those jobs and to attract businesses to Madison. And so those are the key things I think um, we focus on, but we can do a much better job at. Thank you. Well, we're coming to the end of the, dis uh, the discussion. 
And you each have one minute to make a closing statement, and we start with you, Stephen. Um, like I said, I've lived on the northeast side 43 years. I've seen a lot of things come into the neighborhood, and a lot of things go out, a lot of good ideas got passed up, and a lot of good ones will be coming forward. I'm, I'm hoping I'm the candidate that pushes it all forward and brings it around to a whole. Okay, thank you. Penny? Well, again, I want to thank you for uh, hosting us today. I'm running for the city council to bring your ideas and your energy to the council to, to meet some of the challenges we face, there, and there's a lot of them. It's going to take hard work, leadership, and experience to meet those challenges to move Madison forward. I feel that my experience, uh, both civically and community, can bring those uh, meet those challenges, uh, as well as making sure that your, your voices are being heard. As an alder, I, I will be strong and responsive to our, my constituents and uh, provide that leadership that's needed to, on the Common Council. And I'd be honored to have your vote on February 15th. Thank you. Anita? Working together, we can sustain the things that make the North Side a great place to live and work while finding answers to the tough challenges we face. And those challengers, as we've uh, stated earlier, include economic difficulties, environmental challenges, keeping our neighborhoods safe, and holding the line on property taxes. And once again, the diversity of the north side and the many neighborhoods that make it up uh, is one of our greatest strengths, but we do have to make more effort to bring people together. And the main thing is that I would work very, very hard for the people and the businesses of the North Side. I promise that. And if you choose me during the primary on February 15th and the general election April 5th, I will be on your side for the North Side. Thank you very much. Unfortunately, we are now out of time, but I'd like to thank the candidates for being here today and thank the audience for, uh, for tuning in. And I want to remind people that primary election is on uh, February 15th to please vote. And if you have any questions uh, regarding voting issues, please contact the Dane County League of Women Voters at 232-9447. Thank you.